Hello there, friends. It's Jimmy Maverick coming at you with the Fantasy Maverick Podcast. Hey, today we are going to be talking about are they worth the pick? And we're going to be looking at the rookie wide receivers, which are the ones that are going to be best for your fantasy team this season. And let me say, there's a lot and you need to get as many of these guys on your team as you can. So check it out. Here we go. Listen up. It's time for the Fantasy Maverick Podcast. Starring a guy who's going to help you win that fantasy championship. Jimmy Maverick. Hello there, friends. It's Jimmy Maverick, and welcome to another edition of the Fantasy Maverick Podcast coming at you from Santa Fe, New Mexico. And we are going to do another Are They Worth It edition, but this time we're going to be talking about the rookie wide receivers. So that is coming up in just a minute here. But first, I got to tell you, man, I'm very excited. I'm very happy. Uh, My draft tool app, uh, it's called My Perfect Fantasy Draft. You can access it exclusively through my website at fantasyfootballmaverick.com. It is almost ready to be utilized for your mock drafts. I'm estimating sometime, I'm hoping next week, but top end next two weeks, um, I'm going to be have all the 2019 data imported along with the addition of all the rookies. Um, I'm adding a couple of new features, some exciting new things to help you with picking out your um, players on your fantasy draft. Uh, most notably, I'm adding little icons next to their names for if they are a regression candidate if they're a bounce-back candidate, and if they're a breakout candidate. So those are three important things that you need to know when you're making those decisions on those players. And uh, also, there's gonna, um, I'm also working on some other upgrades for the fantasy season. But like I said, um, the data is going to be in there, and it's gonna, you're going to be able to utilize it. Um, you know, my, my app has what's called draft mode, which breaks the draft down uh, into for each round of the draft based on the size of your league and your draft position. Um, really, it's a game changer. It gives you an incredible advantage when you are going into your into a live draft in finding the best players at each and every round of your draft. So stay tuned for that. And of course, once that happens, I'm going to be able to start doing mock drafts on my podcast here. You'll be able to see how it works. And so, like I said, I'm just, uh, I'm super excited that we're, we're real close to it right now. So uh, hopefully this next week, but possibly up to two weeks at the most at this point. So uh, stay tuned for that. So, so let's talk about the wide receiver class of 2014. All right. Now, uh, in in many analysts' opinion, that year was the greatest year for fantasy wide receivers. I, well, no, I'm sorry, just wide receivers. Uh, the the greatest draft class for that position that has ever happened. Now, I'm going to give you some names here, and I think. You're probably going to say, oh, yeah, okay, I can totally see why they would say that. Here are some of the people that were drafted in the 2014. Um, Sammy Watkins, Odell Beckham Jr., Brandon Cooks, Devontae Adams, Allen Robinson, John Brown, Martavis Bryant. Okay, big, big names. Most of these guys are still in the league. Um, And some are, you know, they are elite options. When you're talking OBJ or Devontae Adams, these guys are top 12 wide receivers. And they came into the league and and really had an immediate impact. Um, And if in 2014, if you had OBJ, if you took him, and believe me, it was super easy to get him. He was a late round guy. Um, Dude, you probably won your league that year. Okay, so that's. That's where I'm going to start out with is talking about the 2014 class. And the reason I want to talk about it um, is because 
this year, this draft class that just happened, the analysts are saying that this class exceeds the 2014 class for talent and upside, okay? That is enormous. I mean, um, that's really saying something. That's saying that five years from now, we're going to be talking about this draft class the same way we talk about players like Devontae Adams and Allen Robinson and OBJ. They are going to be stalwart staples in fantasy leagues for years, and they are going to be top-tier receivers. So that's what we're talking about here. And, 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 and uh, I want to just give you a couple quotes here. Uh, Matt Miller of the Bleacher Report he had 21 wide receivers ranked in his top 100 in, in this year's NFL draft. 21, that is by far more than has ever been ranked in the top 100 for a single position. Um, Daniel Jeremiah of NFL.com gave 27 receivers a top three round grade, which means he said their talent was enough to be a top, a, a, a top 100 pick, essentially, in the NFL draft. Um, when the actual draft happened, there was a record 13 wide receivers selected in the first two rounds. Um, and really there is a, the possibility and the potential that a large number of these players are going to be immediately fantasy relevant. They are guys that you are going to want to have on your team and, Here's the bonus, man. They are going to be so easy to get. Now, when I looked at the running backs, uh, my last thing, you know, there was six running backs in the top 100, six, excuse me, six rookie running backs in the top 100 players. Um, and that's because the, the running back position is a, is a lot thinner. It, it tends to be picked over much more quickly and it's a much more important position for fantasy purposes. Um, but looking at the wide receivers, guess how many wide receivers, rookie wide receivers, are in the top 100 players? Zero. There's none. So, so that means all these rookies are available after pick 100, ninth round or later. These are guys that are going to have immediate fantasy relevance for your fantasy team. And you are going to be able to get them in the late rounds of your draft, that is huge. That is what's going to win you your league. Value like that is what is going to cause um, you to just rocket past all of your opponents that spent all those early draft picks on wide receivers. Now, I'm not saying to ignore the veterans this year, okay? But I have been saying that the wide receiver draft, the wide receiver position is super, super, super deep. And so you don't need to spend a round one or a round two pick on an elite wide receiver. You can get one in the third round. You don't need to get your wide receiver two in like the fifth round. You could do it probably in the seventh or eighth round. And then... You load up on these guys, man. You load up. And, and I, I've talked about, like, what's the optimal number of wide receivers to have on your team? And really, it's the number of wide receiver slots plus the number of flex slots plus one. So in most leagues, that means you only want to draft four wide receivers. And, and, and so my personal opinion is, like, a third round, a seventh round, and then you get yourself two of these rookies, uh, at least, maybe three. 
um, and you are going to be golden for this fantasy season. So we're going to go through them. Um, there are actually uh, two, three, four, five. Okay, so there's six of them currently listed in the top 180. So from pick 100 to pick 180, they are there are six rookie wide receivers. But remember, these analysts put like 21 of these receivers, <laughs> 21 as a top three pick. Okay, so they're not all going to make it. And they're not all going to be great. And some will maybe be great this year and they'll never do anything again. Like um, in that 2014 class, uh, Kelvin Benjamin was another one of those players. He came out rookie year, got 1,000 yards and like seven or eight touchdowns. I don't know exactly what, what it was. But the guy was immediately a wide receiver, like a low-end wide receiver too. And, and, and that was like his best season and he never did anything else. Uh, but so, so just think about that. And, and, and like I said, I think this strategy of going – and, and loading up on these rookies in your late rounds. Because in the late rounds, man, it's just garbage pile, man. When you get past round 10, you are really, it's called dart throws. It's called lottery tickets, right? Well, these are lottery tickets where you know four of the numbers, okay? So you only need to hit on two numbers to win big instead of six like everybody else. So, so take advantage. Get as many of these guys as you can. I'm going to tell you who my favorites are right now. But let's let's just let's just go through the list. We'll 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 go from the um, the earliest one to the latest one. And and the reason I'm only going to 180 is because most drafts are done at about pick 180. So, uh, but again, this is only six. That there's there's 20 there's 13 of them that were selected in the first two rounds. So that means there's even more. And there's going to be guys available on the waiver wire after the draft starts. But but these guys I think have great opportunity to really really um, do something for fantasy. So um, the first the earliest wide receiver that is going in the draft right now is Justin Jefferson, who was selected by uh, Minnesota. He's basically taking over the Stephon Diggs role. And uh, he's currently going at ADP 108. He's the wide receiver 39. So all these guys are outside of even flex position. They're all being priced as if they're wide receiver fours or worse. And that is a mistake because that is not the case here. Now, now if we look at comparisons, now, now my big issue with this is just Minnesota's offense. They are a run-first offense. They're a low-volume passing offense. And um, Diggs, Stefan Diggs, the guy that left, um, was their number one receiver last year. He was the wide receiver 22. So a low-end wide receiver two is what he was. And, and certainly, I think that a low-end wide receiver two is probably Jefferson's ceiling. Um, uh, just on this offense and, and just the fact that he's going to be the secondary guy uh, behind Adam Thielen. But uh, he's currently projected to get about 85 targets um, and... Um, uh, you know, that is just a little bit less than what Diggs got last year. I think Diggs got 90 last year. So, uh, you know, what are some alternatives that you can get during this time? What are some veteran alternatives you can get? Well, there's there's Marvin Jones, who had a who's projected to have 100 targets. Sterling Shepard at 109 targets. Darius Slayton at 92 targets. Um, you know, when I look at this when I look at this list, I do like Slayton because Slayton has a really nice connection with um, with Daniel Jones, the quarterback. Uh, Sterling Shepard and Marvin Jones, both huge injury risks. Why would you take that when a guy like Justin Jefferson is available um, or Darius Slayton? I, I like I really I like both those guys. I think I would take Slayton over Jefferson. Um, but man, if if Slayton is gone, um, Jefferson would be my guy. I mean, that, I, I mean, really seriously, why a low end wide receiver two upside that you can get in the ninth round? Absolutely, what you want to get. So uh, next up um, is Jerry Judy, who was picked up by the Denver Broncos. 
He's currently at ADP 110, so he's right at that same location. And, and so like these alternatives that I'm giving you, uh, he's another guy that's in there. Now, uh, so he's the wide receiver 41. Um, he's projected to have 90 targets, um, you know, very similar stat, projected stats to Justin Jefferson. And um, uh, my, my big concern with Judy is that he's not the one. He's not going to be the one. Cortland Sutton is the one. Right, he's going to be the two. This is a very this is going to be a very talented offense. There's a lot of capable pass catchers on this offense, including Hamler, who's going to be the three. You got Font, who's the tight end. Um, Melvin Gordon, <laughs> Melvin Gordon, and, and uh, he's a pass catcher too. So there's a lot of guys that are going to be able to cast pa- catch pass, passes, and and just because. Sutton is such a reliable player. I don't think there's really a, an opportunity in this rookie year for him to get much more than that. Um, but again, I think we're talking, he's probably going to have flex value, but he, he's going to be capped. His ceiling is going to be capped. And I, I really, I want to see opportunity, the, the, the ability for him to uh, see, for them to see a much larger share of targets. And I think both Jefferson and Judy are limited in that fashion. But um, like I said, I think they're both good choices, especially when you compare them to someone like Marvin Jones or Sterling Shepard. We know what those guys can do. There's not a lot of upside with those guys, whereas with these guys there is. And there's not a lot of injury risk with these guys as opposed to players like Sterling Shepard and Marvin Jones. Um, so next up, C.D. Lamb, another um, uh, amazing pickup, Dallas Ca- the Dallas Cowboys. I think their offense is going to be fantastic this year. But again, Lamb is not going to be the one. He's going to be the two. Uh, Cooper's the one, so that caps his ceiling, and and you know in the projections he's projected to get about 82 targets. Um, he's going at ADP 114, so just a, a little bit later, like a half round later, past the, these first two guys. Wide receiver 45. Here are some alternatives that are going in place of him. Emmanuel Sanders, guy that's over the hill and in, in the declining phase of his career. Uh, Jamison Crowder, who actually I kind of like Jamison Crowder. I think he's probably going to be the best receiver on the Jets this year, and certainly will get a lot of volume. And so I, I do like him. Anthony Miller, completely underwhelming wide receiver. So again, it's like if I had to, if I get to this point in the draft and CeeDee Lamb is sitting there, um, and again, we're talking, this is beginning of the 10th round right now. Uh, we're, we're, we're in early 10th round. Um, if Crowder is there, I'd probably take Crowder first. But CeeDee Lamb, awesome choice. Again, a low-end wide receiver two upside, I think, is his upside. You know, he's got Gallup and he's got Cooper on that team. So they are, you know, they're, his ability to get a, a, a decent fantasy-worthy share of this offense is going to be difficult. Um, it, but I think his addition was great for Dak Prescott. I think Dak's going to be really good this year. So, uh, you know, but again, I can't, I can't see any reason not to take C.D. Lamb at this point in the draft. Um, now the next wide receiver is the one who actually I like the best. And I think he is an unbelievable value. You've got to get him on your target list and you've got to try to get him in every single draft you have. And that is Henry Ruggs, who, um, is currently sitting at ADP 135, 135. That's 12th round. Unbelievable that he is available this late. Wide receiver 50. Um, he is currently projected to get 98 targets. And, and, and Ruggs was taken by um, the Raiders, Las Vegas Raiders. And again, with Ruggs, unlike these other three guys, Ruggs is the number one. 
Ruggs is going to be the number one receiver on this team. And I think that ESPN, these projections are from ESPN, are way underestimating his upside because I think he his floor is 120 targets. Uh, I mean, seriously. And, and he is basically like a Tyreek Hill kind of player, the fastest player on the field. He's going to run as fast as he can down the field, and and Carr is going to chuck it deep. Now, Carr is not Mahomes, right? Carr is not Mahomes, but, you know, all he has to do is catch the ball, and he can take it, he can take it 80 yards. So, Ruggs is uh, absolutely my number one favorite wide receiver as far as rookies go this year. And he is one that you need to get on every one of your teams because his upside is huge. Wide receiver one upside, I think that's his ceiling. Wide receiver two, almost guaranteed, just based on the volume. Um, and this offense, which I think is going to be pretty good this year. I think it's going to be a good offense. Um, now, what are some alternatives that are available during Henry Ruggs? Well, you've got guys like Robbie Anderson, who just switched teams. Uh, Deontay Johnson, who showed some stuff last year um, in, uh, in in Pittsburgh. It's uh, it's Golden Tate, excuse me, Golden Tate. So again, another guy in the declining phase of his career. I don't like to take players like that. I want players that are still uh, ascending, still uh, still getting better each season. And uh, so the older players, that's why I tend to stay away from them. But uh, all these guys are expected to get about the same number of targets as Henry Ruggs. Um, but but again, uh, you know, with the exception of Deontay Johnson, who did show some stuff last year, um, uh, you know, Golden Tate, no interest. Robbie Anderson, no interest. Changed teams, and he's never really been able to do that much for fantasy. So I'm 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 kind of off the Anderson bandwagon. Um, last year was a was a contract year. He didn't do anything, and that just really just just kills my opinion of the player. If they can't get it done on their contract year, then they can't get it done. Uh, um, uh, so again, Ruggs uh, would be absolutely my number one choice here. Uh, Deontay Johnson would be number two, um, and, and that's it as far as this point in the draft. Now, the next set, we go even deeper into the draft. Uh, the next guy, the next rookie is Jalen Rager, Philadelphia, um, who was kind of that surprise tick, tri- uh, surprise pick. Um, they were expecting, everyone was expecting Justin Jefferson to go to Philly, but Philly took Jalen Rager instead, which was surprising. But again, he is, he's not technically the number one, but when you look at who's ahead of him, Alshon Jeffrey and Deshaun Jackson, two injury prone, older players that can't stay on the field, Jalen Rager's path to the number one receiver is is about as clear as can be. And, and really, technically, we're saying he, he'll be the number two. Ertz is the number one receiver on that team. He'll be the number two, but still, um, amazing value. Currently, he is projected at ADP 148. That's the 13th round. 13th round, man. Wide receiver 56. Um, his projections are about 84 targets, but again, it's going to be much more than that. It will be more than that. Um, I don't think it's going to be like the Henry Ruggs level, but I think easily over 100 targets, probably 110 targets is his floor. Um, what are some alternatives during this time? Okay, so I already mentioned Curtis Samuel. We also have Sammy Watkins and Brashad Perryman. Again, I would take Rager over these three guys 100% of the time, every time, just because of the op- upside of this offense and the fact that it's 13th round. Oh man, I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm salivating. It's just so good. I mean, it's just so cheap. And, and to have Rugs and Rager along with, let's say I can get Woods 
and Jarvis Landry. The Jarvis Landry is another guy who I really, really like, right? So I, I get I get Woods, I get Jarvis as my one and two, and then I get Ruggs and Rager as my three and four um, in a team where I only want to take four receivers. I will be happy as a clam, man. I will be like ecstatic that I have those four. Maybe I'll take one more just because you're, you know, you're taking a chance on these rookies. But, um, but man, I mean, that's just amazing. Like maybe I'll try to get me Cole Hardman or, or someone like that. Um, but that would just thrill me to death to no end if I had that in, on my team. Now, next up, who do we have? Um, next up would be Michael Pittman Jr., uh, who was taken by the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, he's currently sitting at ADP 151, so he's right at Rager's, right where Rager is taken. Um, he's the 60th wide receiver taken. Um, he's currently project- projected to get about 69 targets, which is really low, and that I don't think is going to be enough to make yourself fantasy worthy. And and you know. Everybody's just kind of going nuts over the Colts. I'm not seeing it, especially with the quarterback issues. I'm not seeing it happening. Yes, they have an excellent offensive line. Yes, they do have weapons, but I don't think it's going to happen for them this year. I think there's going to be issues. There's too many receivers in front of Pittman right now uh, for him to really become fantasy relevant. Um, So I'm not really super interested here. Here, Here's some alternatives that are available. Um, You've got uh, Enkeel Harry, Deshaun Jackson, D.D. Westbrook. Um, In my opinion, I would be much more willing to take a chance on one of those guys as opposed to Pittman this year um, just because you know, again, I don't like the quarterback. I don't like Rivers. I don't think he's going to do good. I think he's going to get benched. Then there's going to be a quarterback controversy. Um, you know, are, are they going to put in uh, the the rookie quarterback, which is just going to kill everybody's value, or are they going to put in um, Jacoby um, Brissett again, who who really just just can't get it done, right? So. Um, that one I am not thrilled with at all. Um, I would not take a chance on Pittman this year, uh, but you know maybe next year. You know maybe next year he'll be one that I'll, I'll be more willing to consider. Uh, and then finally, the last guy that's in the top 180 is Denzel Mims, uh, who was taken by the New York Jets at ADP 169 right now is when he's available. So this is like a, it's like a last round pick. This is like the the, the you know the guy you just roll it. You know, I'll just try to take this guy right. Um, he is the wide receiver 61. Uh, he's only projected to get 63 targets by ESPN, but I think his opportunity is there that he could build because, you know, Perryman uh, is just a journeyman at this point. He, he, he's not very good. Um, he's not fantasy worthy for sure. The only fantasy worthy receiver on the Jets right now is uh, Jameson Crowder. So anyway, um, you know, you look at the alternatives, Keel Harry, Deshaun Jackson, D.D. Westbrook, uh, you know, because he's taking it right about the same time as, as Michael Pittman. Um, well, I guess it's after that. Hmm. Um, I would be willing to roll the dice on him. You know, I mean, he's probably not going to work out, but, but you know, he could. He could be a low-end flex, and that's what you're looking for here. I mean, if you get someone in the 15th or 16th round of your draft that you could flex every week, you're you're great. Uh, you know, I did that one year with Michael Thomas, his rookie season, man. I took him with the last pick in my draft. By the end of the year, he was starting on my team. Uh, that's how good he was doing. You know, he was he was good enough to do that. And and so I want you know I want upside. And the good news about this is is that if these guys don't work out, it's not going to hurt your team. 
because you're you're talking, you know, tenth round, ninth round or later players. If those players don't work out, it doesn't really hurt your team, and it's pretty easy to find a replacement. And again, we've got thirteen receivers that that were drafted in the first two rounds of the draft. Some of those guys are going to be on the waiver wire, and they're going to do great. It happened last year. It's going to happen again this year. This year is going to happen even more. So uh, again, take a chance on these guys. Go, 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 and get it. I would say at least two, maybe three. However you want to do it. So that's all we got for today. So are these wide receivers worth the pick? Yes, 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 absolutely. These are the guys that are going to help you win your fantasy draft this year. So go for, you know, like I said, go for it. Do some mock drafts. See where you are going to be able to get these guys. Now, these are all initial projections, and I'm sure that a lot of these guys are going to start moving up the draft board uh, as people start seeing what's happening during the preseason, during training camp, when that happens. And I know I, I just a few weeks ago, I did the post about the reality check on rookies, okay? Um, that's really talking about rookies in the top 100 picks. That, that, is, that is the core of your fantasy team. And you can't afford a lot of excess risk when you're talking about your first 10 picks. Okay, those, those, that's the foundation of your team. That's what's going to carry you through the season. That will make or break your team. So I said, you know, when, we, when we're looking at the running backs, who six of them were in the top 100, I said, take one. Find your favorite, take the one, and be happy with it. If you want Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, get him. Um, if you want Cam Akers, get him. If you want Swift, get him, right? But only one. Get just one of them. Don't load your team up with with rookie running backs. Go for the vets, guys that are already established on their team. But when we're talking about these late round picks here, man, get them. Get as many as you can. These guys are going to be game changers. We are going to be talking about these guys in five years the way we talk about Devontae Adams and Odell Beckham Jr. and, and all these, these elite players that everybody knows their name. This year they don't, and, and you know I'm on my soapbox and I'm preach, 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 preach today. But these are such amazing, amazing deals that you've got to take advantage. You've got to do as best as you can to get as many of these guys on your team as you can because it is absolutely worth it. So I will be back in a few days with another podcast. Again, I'm going to be doing these two days a week, and as soon as my app is up and running with the new data and and all that. Um, we are going to be doing uh, mock drafts using the app. I think you're going to see how easy it is to use and how how easy it is to find the best players at each and every uh, point, each and every round of your draft. So you can dominate the draft, win the draft, and have the advantage for the season to win that league. So. Thank you very much for watching. I hope you enjoyed uh, the post today. It was actually a lot of fun. I was so excited when I was doing the research on this. I was just like, oh my God, I got to tell people about this. I got to get this out there. So so take what I said to heart um, and do it. Just, just go out there and get yourself uh, a number of these rookie wide receivers with your late round picks. The, the, the alternatives are not that great. There's not that much upside on them. These guys have massive, massive upside. So take advantage of that. So thank you very much for watching. Have yourself a great day. Stay safe, stay healthy, and uh, we will talk to you next time. Have a good day, everybody.